At Momocon 2019, we get to talk to D.D. Magnohal, the voice of Pearl from Steven Universe, here on the Awesome Cast. Oh, wow. Um, according to my parents, I've been a ham all my life. <laughs> but um, I started singing at a pretty young age. There was always music around the house. My dad uh, self-taught. He taught himself how to play the piano and the guitar. So there's always music in the house. And um, I, I just really enjoyed singing. I grew up with a karaoke machine. Um, and uh, my favorites were to listen to and sing to Barbara Streisand and Whitney Houston and Michael Jackson, uh, Debbie Gibson and Tiffany, uh, New Kids on the Block, uh, New Edition. Those are my, that's what I, I grew up listening to. So I always loved performing and always loved singing. I started in grade school performing at, um, actually my very first performing job not job, performance, was a mime. I was a mime. I, I stood in for somebody who got sick, and it was a, it was a school performance, and uh, I had been to all of the rehearsals, so I knew what the clown was going to do, and it was more just like pop, lock, rock, you know, <laughs> uh, robo, robot, robot. Um, anyway, movement. And so I knew, I, I didn't even speak, speak or sing or anything, but that was the first thing that I did on stage in front of an, an audience. And I don't know, I just had a, I had fun. My mom would sew my costumes and put my makeup on and um, and then I just started singing on my own and then asked if I could do some school performances and and it sort of started from there. I. I entered a singing contest in San Diego where I grew up and I was about 11 years old and uh, it was like an amateur singing contest much like American Idol where the they would air your singing uh, your your entry and then the people um, the, the people the public would call and and vote for their favorite and so the prize was to sing in a nightclub but I was 11, so they said that my prize would be to sing at the opening of a new attraction at SeaWorld, and then they would televise it, and then, so that's that was my prize for winning. I, I got, apparently, I got like three times the vote of the second place singer, which is like, what, that is amazing. Um, of course, I had all my aunts and uncles call in and vote for me, so maybe that's why. <laughs> But uh, so that was my also my uh, and from doing that, uh, this is a very long answer. Sorry, um, from doing that, somebody saw that news clip and they they wanted to manage me. So um, they got a hold of my parents and then um, offered to manage me and, and set me up on lots of uh, auditions for TV and film and commercial and that kind of thing. And so that's sort of how I got my start. Um, yeah, I saw, I saw the the, uh, the ad for the singing contest uh, on a TV guide, but that's how it started. 
And then the rest is history, as they say. Well, you know, I only did one other voiceover before Pearl, and that was one of the princesses in The Princess and the Pea. It was, uh, um, gosh, it was for HBO, Happy Ever, Happily Ever After. Uh, for the, the HBO, The Times. Yeah. I know, yeah. You know what it is, and I can't remember the name uh, of it. Google animated shorts. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. So I've apparently I voiced something for the Princess and the Pea. It was so long ago before I, I, I did a show. I did um, uh, Sister Act Two, which is my first film that I got to do, and uh, uh, it was before that. So, um, so that was my only experience with voiceover acting. But I had gr I grew up with listening to and watching all of the Disney princess movies, and I mean all the Disney mu musical movies. So I always dreamed of doing a voiceover for a cartoon and then also singing. And I mean, Steven Universe could not have been a more perfect show to be a part of to do those two things. Um, so I would have to say, out of the two, <laughs> Pearl would be the most closest I can really relate to, um, mostly because she's so, um, you know, paternal to Stephen and, and the other and the other gems. I naturally, uh, I guess, is very motherly type, and I am also a mother of two boys, so it's it comes very easy to me to love on Stephen, a.k.a. Zach. And Zach, I mean, I've known him since he was about 14, 15 years old, and to watch him grow up to be this man, it's, it's crazy. Um, so I can't help but not be protective of him as a friend. I know he's got fantastic parents already. He doesn't need another mom. But apparently on his phone, when I call him, the word bird mom comes up. <laughs> Isn't that cute? Um, anyway, uh, so yeah, I relate to Pearl. Being a parent, um, who's your favorite kid? <laughs> Every parent has one. Don't try denying it. Oh my gosh, my husband is here. Um, I cannot answer that, please. I tell them each they're my favorite. No, I'm kidding. No, I, uh, I can't, I know, I can't ever, no. Stephen, right, Stephen, no. He's my other son. No, that's, no, I, can, I can't answer that question. Oh, Cinderella. I love Cinderella. I've always loved Cinderella. And that was my favorite movie growing up. And uh, and I love her songs, too. Um, gosh, there's so many. There's so many. And and some of them don't really, uh, they don't, they're not princesses. But um, for, I go, well, Princess, Princess Jasmine, I was able to actually play in at Disney California Adventure uh, theme park, I played um, uh, uh, Jasmine in the Aladdin musical Spectacular at the Hyperion Theater. So I got to originate that role there. So that was super fun. Um, so, which awesome. You look amazing, by the way. Yeah. I just close my eyes and see Pearl. Um, <laughs> so what are the, any, 
script you had to do? Because, like, you're just using your natural voice for Pearl, right? So was there, like, any prep you had to, like, use other voices, or you just went in and was like, I'm just going to use my voice? Well, I was instructed to before, when I got the audition, I was instructed to just use my natural voice for that character. And um, they wanted the character to, I say they, I, I mean, I'm assuming it's Rebecca and her team. Uh, she wanted to have natural voices and she wanted to be able to have all of her characters sing. So uh, what we had to do for the audition was um, listen to the recording of Rebecca singing the theme song and because I just love I love Rebecca's voice from the get-go I'm like she's just is amazing um, musician songwriter performer writer artist yeah she's like a magical unicorn um, but uh, I, I tried to I tried to, to emulate her voice I tried to sing like Rebecca um, of course it doesn't matter what I do, I'm going to sound like myself. Um, but um, but yeah, so I, I we, we all had to sing the theme song, and I tried my best to do all of the inflections as Rebecca, just because I just loved her voice so much. And then from that audition, she made her decision, and, and I, I, I actually auditioned for Sadie and Pearl originally, and she chose me for Pearl, so yeah. So, uh, so yeah, no, no, no real prep. I just was told to have my natural, use my natural voice. Yeah. How did you know when Steven was like big, big? Well, some people ask too. They're just like, um, did you did you have any ankle? Did you uh, think? Did you ever think that this show would blow up to be so popular? Um, how could you know? You know, um, so many shows and. Um, uh, I mean everything. So many. Uh, well, uh, well, I guess I guess I should say shows, but like, y you know, there are so many things that are created, and there's no telling how the audience is going to react. So we had no anticipation of of how uh, the show was going to reach so many people across the globe. Um, but uh, I guess when I started getting more followers on Instagram. <laughs> Uh, because of the show, uh, is when I started to think, well, maybe uh, this we're onto something here. Um, but prior to Steven Universe, I auditioned for hundreds upon hundreds of uh, television shows, commercials, video games, movies, all kinds of uh, voiceover uh, uh, projects. And so Steven Universe came along. It was just one of those hundreds of auditions. So I didn't treat it any differently. I just sort of auditioned for it, you know, did my take on it, and then I had to just move along because at that point I was, I was not booking anything, like as far as voiceover goes. And so when I got called back in to, to come in for the final audition, I, it was very exciting. Uh, but ha I had no idea what kind of an impact it was going to have on uh, the audience and the, the, the fans. And uh, being able to do conventions like this, well, first of all, it's very strange to <laughs> charge money for an autograph. It's very strange. Um, but uh, and, and, and uncomfortable sometimes. But like, I am so 
grateful that people want to come and say hello to me and that have been, you know, affected by the show in such a positive way that, it, you know, I'm, I'm just as, as uh, moved and touched by meeting all of the fans that have supported the show from its inception. And like, I, I, I can't, I, I can't, I mean, I wouldn't be here without them. So um, I'm so grateful to be part of a show that has, has touched the lives of so many people all over the world. I mean, literally all over the world. Um, and thankfully, you know, social media can put us in touch with all of those people. So it's, um, it's, it's pretty amazing, uh, the feedback we've been getting, so. There, there have been so many. I get a lot of people coming up to me and saying that this show has really changed their lives, that it brought them out of dark places and uh, um, have brought them closer to a family member or a friend, or they've met friends because of the show. And uh, it's just, it's such a beautiful thing. And to, you know, to play such a small part. I mean, I literally just voice a character on the show. Rebecca and her team have done something so amazing that, you know, I, I just, I'm so in awe of her talent. And the fact that she was the first female to launch uh, a show on Cartoon Network is already an amazing feat. And, uh, you know, I, and the, the, the fact that the show has so much representation, um, I get a lot of people who, because I'm I'm Filipino. I was born in Portsmouth, Virginia, but my parents are from the Philippines. And um, you know, the show actually had one of the characters bake an ube roll, which is a Filipino dessert. And for to have that kind of representation on a cartoon is kind of like mind blowing. Um, so a lot of um, fans from the Philippines or of Philippine descent are just like, "Thank you so much." I'm you know, I, I actually have characters that I can relate to and a show that I can have this connection to with, with, from my heritage, and it's just so beautiful. But, um, you know, I, uh, I mean, I, uh, I, I'm happy to play a, a, a rock, an alien rock. Uh, and, uh, and for this character to, uh, for a lot of people to come up to me and say, I really relate to Pearl. It's just the coolest thing in the world, um, but uh, but yeah, there's just been so there's so many. I can't pick one. Um, yeah. What's the biggest lesson you've learned from Pearl? That it's okay not to be perfect. <laughs> um, she strives, I think, to be perfection at everything, and. Um, which is, you know, it's just impossible for anybody to be perfect. Uh, so I think that I, I like Pearl. I like to have things just so when I'm home. I, I tend to just do the dishes because I know the way I like the dishes to be done. Um, I, I often take on over, I overly take on tasks. That's not even a complete thing. I, I take on the tasks because I, you know, you, if you want it done right, you got to do it yourself. So, like, I do that naturally. And I think that, um, you know, after 
all of the things that Pearl tries to do. And she has good intentions, I think, um, for the most part, except for that one time. <laughs> you know what I mean. Um, uh, that it's okay to delegate, that it's okay to have ask for help. Um, and, uh, you know, instead of running yourself ragged, which is what I do sometimes. So, um, so I think that that's an important lesson that I can learn from Pearl, that it's okay to not be perfect, but she is Pearl-fect. <laughs> Oh, gosh. I mean, our Pearl, of course. She's the one closest to me, and she's the one that, or, you know, she's the original Pearl. Um, but it's so fun to do little, you know, different little voices on the show. I got to do a, a handful of different voices, which is so fun. Um, but, yeah, I, I would say our Pearl. What, what could you uh, tell us about the next season? Are there any more coming down the pipe? I can tell you that it's coming soon and that you are not ready. You're just not ready. Um, I was going to ask, if you know, um, what made Rebecca choose Estelle Garnet? Oh, that's a great question for Rebecca, but I can't imagine anybody else playing Garnet. I mean, honestly, really, I can't imagine anybody else. She's perfect. For, okay, I say I have to retract now. People, you know, people can't be perfect, but Estelle is perfect for Garnet. Yeah. What uh, food from your childhood brings back the fondest memories? Wow. Um, my dad was a chef in the Navy, so he would, he can make everything and, and anything, but um, I would have to say... My parents made spaghetti with hot dogs in it growing up. It's, it's kind of a very Filipino way of making spaghetti, but they chop up hot dogs and they, you know, put them in the spaghetti. Yeah. What was that saying? If every pork chop were, were perfect, we wouldn't have hot dogs in spaghetti. <laughs> Epic what, what's that? Seven. Epic Seven. That you is a video game, yes. isn't it? It's okay. I have to check it out because honestly, I have not heard it. It's your voice. Really? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> is it okay? Yes. Okay. One of the characters you voice is one of my favorites. Oh, really? And what's yes. the name of that character? <laughs> Her name is Phyllis. Phyllis. Goodness, I gotta, I gotta check this out. And there's a lot of characters. There's a lot of voices. Okay, I know that I did like three of them. I you think. Did. Yeah, yeah. Epic Seven. I gotta check it out. Yeah. Can my kids play it? Is it yes, appropriate? It's, it's kid friendly. Okay. Okay. Cool. Great. I'm gonna check it out. Thanks for the reminder. Yeah, they're like my kids too. Yeah. <laughs> Well, thank you so thank much. You. Thank you. Thank you very much, everybody. Thanks for listening to yet another production 
of the Awesome Cast, your podcast for everything awesome. You can find us online at awesomecast.com, O S M C A S T.com, or, you know, wherever you find your podcast, just search for Awesome Cast. You can also find us on the social medias, Awesome Cast at Twitter or on Facebook. Of course, you can also find our wonderful interview guru, the greatest living interviewer, John Robbins at J5 is Live. Or perhaps you'd like to follow our amazing editor, Anna, at Angel Darkfire, or just me, at It's Basil Time on Twitter. Our theme song is produced by DJ Inabito, and you can find him online at djinabito.com. And once again, thanks for listening to the Awesome Cast. We appreciate it's you. Over, isn't it? Isn't it? Isn't it over? It's over, isn't it? Isn't it? Isn't it over? You won, and she chose you, and she loved you, and she's gone. It's over, isn't it? Why can't I move on?